What's up, guys? It's time to go Behind the Bum. All right, well, introducing my guest, Tom Ernsting. So thank you for coming on today, beautiful. Happy to be here. Um, our episode today is called Does Size Matter? Hmm. <laughs> How fitting. In many ways. Um, I guess, like, would you consider yourself to be a size queen or no? No, I would not, even though we've had discussions of only about size since we've <laughs> <laughs> No, because that does not really drive it for me. I think the experience, the overall experience is what drives who I have sex with. Do you think it's more about, like, rhythm, or is it more about an intimate connection with somebody, or is it the chase? Like, what do you think is the most important? In terms of having a great sexual experience, you yeah. mean, or I think um, read, being able to read each other and understand what turns the other one on, and because I've been with all shapes and sizes, and as long as you're connecting with making it work for each other and for yourselves, then it's going to be a great experience. Yeah. I sometimes think that the spontaneity of it, that's what I think for me is the hottest. So if like I meet you in a setting and it just feels like this is a once in a lifetime kind of opportunity, if it's like, how often do you get seated next to another gay guy on a plane or just like spur of the moment things, I think that's what makes for the best sexual experience. Yeah, yeah. And I'll even go back to my two porn experiences because they were so scheduled. They were not as passionate and spontaneous as like you're talking about. Yeah. Does Um, it feel intimidating? Like, does it feel kind of like, not that you're forced to do it because obviously you're not, but is it kind of like, you know what's going to happen. So it's just kind of like, okay, let's get to the point. (laughs) You know, that's a good point because we knew we were going there to have sex and to have to fuck and, but that you know with the hookup you kind of know what the what's going to happen too i would say it was um it was a bit intimidating because i was with people who do it professionally and they kind of have their both of them were you know even though they were unscripted they both were very much followed the script so there was because they have their own routine in terms of like whether it's how it's edited or they need I don't know, a break. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And in typical sex, you sit and you talk, you chat, you get to know each other, but this was pretty, um, just straightforward. (laughs) They knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. Yes. It's with the camera work and the angles. Yeah. Um, yeah, it takes away a little of the spontaneity. Like you were saying, just from meeting someone on a plane, you're right. That's exciting. And it, and nerve wracking. And that's what it should be about. I know. I was going to say like quicker, the better, like I don't want to know you I don't want to see your apartment just like somewhere outdoor in the alleyway is great for me (laughs) (laughs) make it easy um okay so have you ever back to our size conversation have you ever seen somebody that was like too big like have you denied somebody and said like that's not going inside me no I've not but I've not been uh, I can just think of a couple of experiences where one, I just gave up because it was too big. And the you other, try. that's good. It's always good to try. 
Heck yeah. Yeah. And, but then, I mean, you have to worry about, well, you, I mean, you've talked about, um, having your preferred size. Um, you, but do you always try or are there some that you have just said, I would, I would say always try, but I just feel like everybody knows their body. So when I see a weird curve, I kind of get like PTSD because I had sex with a curved dick and I knew it looked not funky, but it just wasn't going to hit right. And then all of a sudden I got an anal fissure. So it's like, I've had experiences that I know what's going to work and not work. So sometimes when I see something that I feel like it's not going to work, either I tense up and maybe I like force it to not work or yeah. maybe anatomy just doesn't let it fucking work. I don't know. A little of both, probably. I do think anatomy comes into play. I, I found that my one of my exes had a his cock got so hard, like it would be like a, a rod, like a steel rod, just and that that hurts. Yeah, it, you know, it's it's your body's kind of got to give into it. But when you're just being hammered by a steel rod, pulling, <laughs> it's it's. <laughs> You know, so I can appreciate your point about a curve too. I hadn't really thought about that, but yeah, a curve takes some work. You got to make, you got to work yeah. with that. It's all about uh, like adjusting your body and like, I don't know. And right, he, right. When somebody's topping you. They don't fucking know all these like things about you. So you have to, I don't know. Right. No, good point. Because yeah, I just had a, a situation where I knew if I just maneuvered around, it was going to be a lot smoother but it took a while to get there because they were at the top and they knew we were in charge and, you know. Like riding a dick, I got it, you know? But like when you want to just start like going to town, it's like, oh, you can't lift my leg that way and then think that's going to happen. <laughs> like that's when you hit my wall and like there's no getting past the wall. <laughs> right, right, yeah. But they, some like that, it should be, so, I mean, I don't know, sometimes sex, forceful sex is hot, but there needs to be some, uh, you know, understanding your body. Yeah, and I think that takes time to figure out. So if somebody listening to this thinks you need to know your body, like you should, but like, I'm still learning things about my body. I can honestly say I've never even came hands-free, which is weird, which is a goal of mine that I want to accomplish, but... Happened. it could it you're still young it will happen and i wonder if it's huh then just hitting all the right buttons at the right time at the same time i will say I, pre I technically usually go for younger or it's just like a quick situation where i just want to get off i'm not really one to have like an intimate conversation with somebody and like continue to have sex with the same person in the sense that like we get to understand each other's bodies like i'm not really that kind of person so it's more just like let's both get off and be done yeah that sounds depressing but it's not no. <laughs> <I was> gonna... <laughs> <laughs> no but it makes for a quick date or whatever a quick or you go to sleep right after that i guess yeah or i would say mostly for me i would most of my hookups occur abroad or in a place that's not New York. So I feel like when I'm in New York, I just like to see my friends. I like to just kind of 
not quote unquote work. So then when it's, when I'm in Miami for pride or LA for this stupid thing, or I was in Australia for a month, like I had a field day, you know, like that's when I do my damage. So then when I go home for two weeks, like sure, if I blow job and chill with someone, great, but I'm not like on the prowl in a bar. I'm trying to think where, where I fit into that spectrum. But now my, I live in an area that there is no prowling. There's no, I don't really hook up that often. Mainly, probably because I live in an area that is full of old, white, old, bright, white, rich people. Am I, what is your type? Do you have a type? Good question. Because I've, I've been, I've had long-term relationships with Latin, with a Filipino, with a Russian. Um, gosh, I don't, do I have a type? They've tended to be younger, though I don't think that, they've, obviously I'm still single, so those don't, young doesn't work out for me. Usually <laughs> <laughs> like 15, 15 to 20 years younger or more, and it, it starts out being very hopeful, but then the, the age just difference is just too much. It's, it, um, Socially, it's different. It's you're at opposite ends of the spectrum on what you want to do. Um, professionally, you know, I'm fading out of my career, and they'd be just starting their career. And it, you're just you have different. You end up being things going, to relate on are slim. Pardon me. I said things to relate on must be slimmer then. Yeah, it just it you try. I mean, you love each other, but you don't want to hold each other back from what yeah. they really want to do, and so. You, I guess you start um, drifting. Um, when you so. look at a whole range of men that you've been with, would you say that the older men are more experienced or do you find that younger men are better at having sex just because they might have either more stamina or better like movement in their hips or something, if you want to call it that? Oh gosh, that's an interesting question there. Jeff, um, it just came to me, you know. <laughs> I'm looking at a like a lineup of all of my boyfriends. Um, I, I, I think I'm more. Nah, I don't know. That's a really good question. I, I end up not being as attracted to people my age more physically because. Um, if they just uh, people let themselves go. Yeah, but I think it's changing a bit. Um, but they're a little more. I like I like the spirit of people who are younger and the energy and the sense of adventure and um, and the the world of possibility. I, you know, I, I I'm going through a whole renaissance with my you know being in my late fifties of uh, just wanting to explore anything that comes my way. And I think a lot of people might start getting very staid and very set in their ways. Yeah, they're not just traveling to go to a circuit party and dance around shirtless at that point. Right, well, I'm not either, but that's a good <laughs> point. I, I have had one specific relationship where we had to split up because when we, were, when we met, I think I was 45, he was 30. He had never 
did been to a circuit party. He didn't drink. He didn't do any of that stuff. And, and I, saw, I saw him starting to want to. And I, started, I saw myself starting to not want to. Yeah. So I had to let him go. It sounds so... I don't mean to make it sound like it's going to sound... But I had to let him go to experience what it's like to be a gay man in New York City. I didn't want to be the one, though, giving him first drugs, his first drinks, his first yeah. all that. Um, and he, it's great. He, he, he went through it and he settled down after that and he's living in New York and it's great. But yeah, I would say that every guy needs to kind of at least like, even if it's not for you, you need to at least just go throw yourself to the wolves and like test the waters because I feel like that curiosity is going to come out eventually. And whether you're 20 and you're going to be a shit show or whether you're 45 and you're going to be a shit show, you need to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I came out late and then, I didn't really start doing my thing till I was 40 probably, but, um, but you're right. Everyone, every gay man has to go through it. It's a gay indoctrination really yeah. to, to do all that. I think it's kind of, this is how I view it is when you were in high school or college and I'm even referring to myself at this point, when you're in the closet, let's say you're not growing as a person because you're just so shut down. So like while all your friends who are straight are pretty much hooking up with a whole bunch of people, going to clubs, throwing up in the street, they're growing up and maturing, as weird as that sounds, while we're doing the same thing, but interpersonally, we're just kind of like plateauing because we're not growing as people. Right. So I feel like you need these experiences in your own I don't want to say demographic, but like your cultural group. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what's going to make you grow into whoever you're supposed to become. Yeah. You're absolutely right. That was very philosophical. I don't know where that came from. It was. Gosh. What um, else? What else you got, you got for me? So although I have seen your penis indirectly now, um, where would you say you fall on the spectrum of below average, average, or above average? I would say average. Yeah. I know I would like to say it was other than that, but I'd say it's average. I would say mine's probably a little bit above average, Whee. but it could just be who I've um, like hooked up with. Like I always find myself being slightly larger than the other person. And I don't know why. <laughs> Wait, so you mostly... You mostly bottom, is that correct? I would say I am the kind of person that is like, whatever happens to me is going to happen to you. So like, if I'm bottoming, there will be a flip-flop situation. If you finish in me, I will probably try to like revenge it somehow and finish in you. So I feel like it's a very like give and take, which I think is hotter. It's more like, I don't know. I just like that. I agree. That's the, that's the perfect situation. If it was one-sided, I would just be straight and like, fuck a girl. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you have one hole to work with at that point. So <laughs> um, if I asked you whose dick is the biggest you've ever seen, would you know? Yeah. That I've seen, like physically seen, not on, a, on TV or anything. Correct. Like a physical one that you have been like, I'm going to conquer this. Yeah. The one, this Ricky guy from Fort Lauderdale, now in LA, he's he was a, the one I couldn't take. 
How how big would we say this shalom was? He's a proud 12 inches. Wow. Do you think that length is harder to take or girth is harder to take? Well, that was when I keep making references to Rocco. But... <laughs> I'm going to have to have Rocco on as like a real follow-up episode. Yes, exactly. He's got the thickness and the length. So it was the whole, the whole, it was all good. But it, um, what, I would prefer girth versus length. Wow. Yeah. I um, think I would say totally opposite. Really? Yeah. Because there's some really long dicks out there, but they're really skinny and not that pretty and yeah the ones that always are weird to me is when they're kind of like this but then they narrow out towards the head like they're around like the shaft towards like your body it's like fucking it's almost like a butt plug i guess yeah yeah Yeah, i know exactly what you're talking about yeah because i get a lot of dicks sent to me i'm sure you did i know you get a lot of butts sent to you um but there's some really good ones out there oh there's always good ones (laughs) i actually just this is so stupid i got a message literally two days ago from this guy and he was like hey like i've been trying to find leaked photos of you and i can't find them to save my life if i venmo you if i venmo you four hundred dollars will you send me a picture and i was like as long as my face doesn't need to be in it and i was like you need to venmo me first and he was like done Literally got a Venmo in two minutes, four hundred dollars for one dick, one hard dick pic, and one soft dick pic, which I thought was interesting. And without your face, without my face. But I would say anybody who knows me or follows me regularly, like you know what my bedroom looks like, you know what my comforter looks like, you could see. I know because I obviously analyzed it, and I was like, if this got out, how would people find out it was me? You could tell by my comforter, my mirror, which I obviously always take fucking thotty ass pictures in. So you see the mirror. So I feel like you could figure it out. It's me, but you don't know. it's me. So I think I would have asked you to also just put put like a number sign, do something, uh, write a note saying, hope you like something to personalize it that wouldn't say it's you. But he it's something you did just for him. So he knew it was oh, you. I put his. Um, instagram handle on it so it's almost like a watermark so i knew if that ever came out it was from him wow that was smart (laughs) i'm a fucked up person (laughs) no you're just very just very protective of your of all that god i wish i thought of that years ago i just feel like if i'm gonna leak a dick pic it's gonna be something that i'm making money off of and i am proud of it i guess you could say where i don't want it to be of some guy who's just giving me head records it and then that somehow ends up on the internet and then i have no control over it yep i get it you're smart stay 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 strong jeff well i'm 27 and um (laughs) we're not really bringing in a whole bunch of money at the moment so i literally emailed people today i was like my goal of the day is to just email a shit ton of people and just be like, hey, Pride Month's coming up. Keep me in mind for whatever campaigns are coming up. Emailed a whole bunch of PR people. Normal. I would say 50% of them already got back to me today 
literally saying, no, Pride Month is canceled. And I'm like, bitch, Pride Month isn't canceled. It's still Pride Month. It's just you're not having parades. So I'm kind of surprised that the PR companies' brands that they normally work with aren't already coming up with something to compensate for it. Right, yeah. There's... Well, it just canceled, didn't it? Kind of. So maybe they're working on stuff. But yeah, that's going to be sad if it just kind of comes and goes. Well, I'm going to still post my rainbow pictures and talk about being gay per usual. <laughs> just up, you'll turn it up a notch. Yeah, just a little bit, you know? Um, okay, wait. So back to dick sizes, because I'm actually very curious about this answer. Have you ever seen a micro penis? <sighs> Is that smaller than your finger, than your pinky? I would say so, because I feel like a pinky, like imagine that going inside you, it almost feel more uncomfortable than good. So that could be considered a micro? Yeah. So yes, I have. Okay, so the size, we're talking girth-wise as well, right? Like this is the size of a penis. Yeah, and I, like I, yeah, I just tried to, would try to jerk them off and it would, it would, it would. Hoping it would go. <laughs> yeah, with my two fingers and his, yeah, it wasn't going. At least you tried. That was really nice of you. Yeah, yeah, gosh. Those are hard. Have you? I don't think so. I've definitely seen people who just relatively are smaller naturally, but nothing that I would sit there and be able to say, I think this was micro penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what was uncomfortable is that he he didn't make it. I mean, we could have, we should have talked about it more. Do you the think fact- if you have a micro penis, let's say you meet a guy at a bar or somewhere. And he knows he has a micro penis, but he wants to take you home. And you obviously don't have, like, you think, oh, I'm going to go have sex with this guy. Do you think that guy should feel obligated to tell you? Well, if it's a top bottom, hardcore, absolute situation, then no. But yeah. if it's, if it's um, I'm coming home and you're going to fuck me or whatever. Yeah. If, yeah, if, if I think they're you, expecting to top you, you should probably give them a memo. Yes. Yeah, someone's going to be disappointed. Yeah. What do um, you think? I would say if somebody approached me in a bar and I didn't get the memo, I would be so caught off guard. And I feel bad saying that, but I just feel like it's kind of like un- unraveling a package, right? And you're like so excited to see this package deal, right? You meet a guy, you think he's cute, you're going home with him, you say bye to your friends, whatever the situation is, you start making out, you go like down there and then you see it, it's kind of like, oh. But then on the other side of it, if somebody was talking to me at a bar and like whispered in my ear, like I have a nine inch dick, come home with me. I'd be like, ew, like what? So. It's kind of not a turn on too. Right, right. You want to be, you don't want surprises. But yet, but if he had a nine inch dick, that would be a surprise too. But maybe probably one you might be more and more interested in than the <laughs> micro dick. Damn. So many problems to have as a gay person. I um, do think it needs to be talked about. If what, as soon as the guy takes his pants off, or he's about to take his pants off, if he has a small dick, it should be acknowledged, not ignored. Because then it's just weird. 
I completely agree. Like, All right, Tom, we are going to take a quick ad break, and then we are going to come back and have more questions. Okay. Um, I just – guys, um, basically, dick picture that you sent me, he's actually really hot. Oh, do you know – have you followed – are you following him? Mm-mm. His ass – I sent you another one, too. His ass is insane. He's one of those – His perfect. dick looks so big. Huge dick, huge ass. Perfect body. The, the tats initially kind of turned me off, but they're, uh, I'm going to say his Instagram hand, handle ends in 96, which means he's got to be like 22 or something. <laughs> oh, right. I didn't think of that. I bet That's he, what I'm assuming. He's got to be a young one. Very on brand, but we're not going to name drop him because fuck it. <laughs> he doesn't need any more promotion. Yes. <laughs> Definitely does not. Unless this man would like to promote us, feel free. I follow him on OnlyFans, too. Worth it? Yes, because he's very sexy. It's not like watching porn. He uh, Actually, I don't even ever think I've ever seen him with another guy on it. It's just him oh. and his body. You want to know? I wonder if he's even gay. Oh, Good point. He might be one of those like straight baiters. Right. He might be. But that um, cock, yeah. So back to our penis. To, I'm not a side. <laughs> I, I love a good ass. I love a good ass. I do. I'm, I'm going to get into that. But before we start talking about the butt, I have one more question. Have yes. you ever tried taking some kind of like penis enhancement pills or those weird pills that you see like over the counter at gas stations you ever tried those are they like for erectile dysfunction or to literally just make your cock bigger i think literally to make your dick bigger no no though um this opens up a whole nother subject of me <laughs> um i'm a big fan fan of the cock pump okay and it comes from do you know what trimex is never heard of it it's a it's a shot it's um it's like viagra but it's it's a shot into your dick and how viagra is more attached to your emotions when you um get hard this shot makes you hard no matter what and it's pretty common in people who are older just to help with the rectal function at Viagra and the other stuff doesn't work. Anyway, long story short, I had a 36 hour hard on because of it. That's exciting. It was horrific. Oh. I ended up being in the emergency room two days in a row. The blood had, not, had coagulated in my cock, so it was hardened. They couldn't squeeze it out, they couldn't, they had to put, Poke me with hundreds of needles with this this injections, this whatever to break up the blood, and it was down my down my urethra, all over my penis. It was the most humiliating. One time I was there for five hours. The next day I went back because it didn't get better. Anyway, the doctor said I would probably never get hard again. What? Because it had damaged so much tissue. And blood cells and, and the everything, the, everything that makes your cock work was um, severely damaged. So 
I'm in cock therapy. So when you talked about why we didn't even talk about if I, you know, my preference is more bottom, but it's because I've been forced to be, be a bottom because I can't keep a heart on. Wow. So I go through cock, cock therapy because that gets your blood rushing up and down your cock um, to keep the blood flowing. And there's a way to tie off the, the, uh, the cock pump so that the blood stays in. So I can top. Um, I also take uh, daily Cialis to help okay. with the blood flow. Um, I've had stem cell injection into my cock to try to help the healing. This is so insane. I never knew any of this. Holy shit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's surprising. It's, it's happily, it's pretty common where I live in Naples where there's a lot of old guys and they use Trimix as kind of a, their sexual, you know, to help them get hard. So my doctor was familiar with how to help that. It's called a precipitous. There's actually a name for it, precipitous. Um, so wait, what brought this up? So that's why, so I use cock pumps a lot, partly, partially because I think it's erotic to just see somebody's cock get really swollen in one of the tubes and you keep pumping it, it keeps getting bigger. Um, but it's also therapy. It's also yeah. helps. Um, so my cock is actually bigger now than it was before the accident because I cock pump a lot and it stretches it out and it makes it, um, depending on how it's been pumped, it can be really thick and sizable. So the cock pump actually does work wonders. Yeah, it does. But there are some people who don't quite know how to use it. So, you know, if you take the cock pump immediately, a lot of guys lose their, 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 what they just gained while they were pumping it. You really have to tie it off right at the base of your cock to keep the blood in there. And then you've got a huge. And how long does it last? Would you say before it like goes back down? Um, Gosh, I don't know. I, I feel like I keep it going for a couple hours at a certain size. That's great. And I mean, eventually, and if I'm, if I'm aroused too, it's, there's some, there is still life in my cock. It's not dead, but it takes a lot of good visuals and, and hot buttons worked and all that. Um, Wait, how old were you when this happened, by the way? 56, 57. So it's three, three years ago. Okay. Damn. Well, I hope. So would you tell somebody to get that shot or you would never advise someone to get that shot then? No, I think it's, it's a useful tool. The thing is it's talking, talking about these rock hard. These guys are rock hard. Like, and it, they keep it for four hours and it's, it's Rocco, which he does a lot of film directing. He wishes all of his, his porn stars would use it because it would speed up everybody. Cause there's otherwise it's, there's guys who just need to be fluffed and they need a break and they need to, their Viagra's not working. So yeah. if everyone took this Trimix, they could get their movies done in a day. Um, so do no, you think maybe you just got a wrong dose? I'm sure there were three of us and we all had the same, we got overdosed. Wow. And two of us had a really bad, bad time with it one of them somehow worked it out i kept thinking for sure it's got to go down what it's got to go down it's got to go down but if i had just fucking googled <laughs> just look up lesbian porn maybe it would go away <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. uh no i meant if i had just googled 
what to do if Trimix does, if your cardon doesn't go away. There are homemade home remedies to, to have made it better. They would have said, after seven hours, get the fuck to the hospital and they will pump it out of you. But no, I, no, I, I liked having it powered up. But then it started really getting painful. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I mean, I mean I'm lucky to keep one for an hour, so. <laughs> well, there may be Trimix in your future, but I have a feeling you get it rock your, well, that's because you come right away too, I'm sure. So it's a great hour. It's just, it's not. <laughs> It's at his prime. Hey, buddy, I, I got an hour. <laughs> Preferably in the morning. Um, okay, so I want to ask you a whole bunch of questions. If you want, if you have a good story, feel free to throw something in there. Um, but I'm just going to, like, run through these. So would you rather toss somebody's salad or get yours tossed? Both. Okay. Have you ever seen a guy's ass, though, that you were just like, I don't want to do his? You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, but I guess by tossing salad, I think you want to just please them. You don't want them to just focus on pleasing you. I agree. Yeah, back to the flip-flop. Yeah, in whichever way. But, yeah, there's some bad asses that I don't want to go around well, there's just certain times where I look at something and I can just, I try, I'm trying to be better, but there's certain things that if I see it just immediately turns me off and I have tried to like overcome it. Cause you can't expect people to be like perfect. And I'm sure I'm not perfect either, but like, there's this one guy who literally my friend group is now referred to as like crusty hole. So in our group chat, when they're like, Oh, I just saw crusty. We all know who he's talking about and that's fucked up, but that's like, I don't know. No, you're absolutely right. What yeah. is one of the most sensitive areas on your body? By far, my nipples. Ooh, and that's, that's a good one to have. It's, well, and I, I feel bad for people who don't have them. Are yours? No. Because I think I'm an easy fuck or an easy playmate because work my nipples and that's it does, it's not a lot of work it doesn't take it's not dirty there's no <laughs> but it'll make me do all sorts of stuff so your uh, nipples aren't pierced are they no and i've heard people who get them pierced do it because they want their nipples to get more sensitive or if somebody who has sensitive nipples and they haven't pierced they lose some sensitivity in that nipple hmm. but i also know of people who have worked their nipples over years and they have become more sensitive so that's something too if you have an interest you um to you you play with your nipples you guys play with your nipples and over years maybe you'll get some sensitivity there <laughs> my biggest thing is my neck you go here game over game over okay so do you tell the do you tell your partner that or do you let, let them find it out I think there's a way that when you're hooking up with somebody and somebody's on you or you're on them, that like the way your body moves, you pick up on things. So I feel like they catch on, but I definitely would never tell people. I don't know why. Just, really? I feel like it's just like find things in your own way. All right. Cause I, I would I, say a lot of people my age – Nobody really tells you what their their hot button is. 
Yeah, I guess if you want to call it that. I feel like nobody really says, like, once you're there, people will say, like, keep going or, oh, my God, don't stop. Or, like, they'll give you keys. But I feel like the prior conversation is never, like, oh, my neck really gets me going. Or, like, oh, bite my earlobe. Like, I don't know. And even my roommate, who's a female, she's really into biting. So there's times where, like, she'll come out of her bedroom and, like, she's getting ready for work. And I just see, like, a big, like, vampire-ass, like, teeth mark on her back. And I'm like, you fucking trashy bitch. <laughs> like, who bit you last night? And I just feel like everybody's got their thing. You just have to. Yeah, everybody does have their thing. And sometimes they're, they're a little more harder to find. And sometimes people, I don't know, I like knowing if somebody doesn't want their balls touched. Or if they, their balls are super sensitive, if you spent your whole night on my balls, I would be happy. So, um, like, and there's a lot of people who have sensitive nipples and some that have crazy sensitive nipples. And I'm surprised at the number of guys who I'll t- they'll find out that my nipples are sensitive and then they just kind of forget about them. And I'm like... You're like, I told you this for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, yes. Um, it, it, it does... Cracks me up. Do you find a lot of guys you're with have sensitive nipples? I would say there's not like, obviously you have the foreplay, right? You go down on a guy or whatever, but I would say in my experience, I've never focused a lot on a guy's nipples. Like, yes. Like when I'm taking his clothes off, I'll kiss his neck, suck his nipples, take his shirt off, whatever. But then like once that pre shit happens, I'm you're just kind of like into the biz. Into the biz. I do think younger guys, I don't think younger guys, it's a thing for them. Sensitive nipples. I will say also, though, younger guys, you're still exploring, right? Like, I mean, I've only been having sex with guys, technically speaking, for the past four years, if you think about the grand scheme of it. So me understanding my body is still a thing, I guess. Yeah. And obviously not accomplishing much right now in lockup. But, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> have you ever slept with someone because of their social media following? Well, only I just will say these two guys that I did these porns with so we could mutually put our sex tapes on our OnlyFans account. So it was like a collaborative effort for the fun. Did you? I'm not even going to ask because then I'll have to probably not answer it. Next. <laughs> I was like, I'll ask you this after this. I was like, my okay. brain went that way. I was like, just stop. Um, okay, true or false? The gay community is the most judgmental demographic group of people. Mm, I think there's a tie. Them and one other group, which I will not say. <laughs> towards the end of this podcast there's going to be a lot of blanks <laughs> i would say i i'm discovering if you look at an age bracket of everybody in the world i think my age bracket let's say the 22s to 35 year olds are the rudest bitchiest group of people in general, I think the people, so like my brother's friend group and younger, he's like in college, I think they are all turning into kind of like 
hippie-ish people where they grew up being like, oh, you can't say the R word or you can't do this. Like they grew up very differently than like my group did. And they've only known social media where everybody in my age group kind of blew up through social media. So they feel more entitled than other people and people's egos are bigger than other people. And there's this hierarchy and younger kids have, don't give a shit. They just want to fucking dance on TikTok and laugh and like smoke weed. And when you say younger people under 25, I would say under 22. Under 22. Yeah. I bet. I think, what do you think about the demographic then over 35? Cause I think the gays over, uh, gays over 35 are just as, just in a different way, probably more, um, more from a status point of view, I think, judgmental. I would think the gays over 35, I'm going to be honest, I've never had sex with somebody over 35. So my intimate connections are not completely relevant. But in terms of friendship wise, I would say a lot of them are still pretty open minded. Um, and a lot of them actually are the managers of the PR companies. So I feel like they're very much so in the know and they're very knowledgeable on things, but I think maybe they're to the point where they're content being the businessmen behind the scene, as opposed to being a face. Yeah. Right, right, right. They've... Yeah, I can see that. It's almost like you get off to money as opposed to a number on your Instagram page or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good point. Um, my son is in kind of your demographic, and but he's straight, so it's a different thing. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the straight people. I'm telling you, the minute you find a girlfriend, your fucks are zero. Like you're wearing bootcup jeans, Timberland boots. You, it's just, it's really unfortunate. <laughs> I got to tell you, my college roommates, I look at them and I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> they've got girlfriends. Half of them are engaged or married or, uh, and I, I don't know, true. being gay is a whole different ballpark. I agree. Yeah, I agree. So a lot more fun. Okay. The next one I have for you is what superpower would you rather possess? Would you rather be able to hear everyone's thoughts or see everybody naked? <laughs> hear everyone's thoughts. I completely agree. Good. Yay. One Mostly second. because I think seeing someone naked is, I love the suspense. I agree. I, yep. I agree. I, I full on nudity or like partial nudity is so much sexier to me um, than full on. Yeah. I agree. If some, if you're, let's say, talking to somebody on Grinder, or you have intentions on hooking up with somebody, are you a fan of of them sending you naked pictures? No. If I'm interested in the person, it's weird. You know, it's weird when I'm interested in somebody like to date. There's guys that I've never even asked for their picture. We've never even exchanged pictures because we just we have a connection that's that's not about that so yeah. it's almost then it gets to a weird point that we become friends and now it seems too late to just send him pictures until we have a date like even andrew my last ex who i met on instagram 
I'm not even sure if we had, and so we socially dated on uh, Instagram and then emailed, but I don't think we even shared pictures until we met. Yeah, what about you? I think yeah, I was just going to say, I just feel like there's a buildup when it comes to seeing somebody that it's better to not see it. Because if somebody just sends me a dick pic or a picture of them like holding it or just the little things, I'm just kind of like, I feel like I already fucked you at this point. You know what I mean? Like, what yeah. more do I have to see other than finishing? Yeah, so yeah. I think the buildup of it, and yeah, it's cool to send like teaser photos if you're like, lifting your shirt or doing something that's like sexual being like hey come over got it but when it's just like a video of you jerking off already before i get there or you oh man this really gets me when you send a picture of you fucking somebody else why would i want to come over like that is not attractive seeing you inside someone else and thinking like oh i want to be next like that is not cute agreed Agreed. I'll, I, with everything you're saying, there's, it's kind of hard to have any chance of having anything besides just sex with somebody who immediately sends you their naked pictures. Because, I'm glad we're on the same page. Yes. Well, there's a little old-fashionedness in both of us. <laughs> Apparently, I'm, maybe I'm like more conservative than I thought in my sexual endeavors. <laughs> <laughs> you're still young. I've got a lot to do once this fucking quarantine ends. Um, <laughs> I feel like I could keep talking to you forever. Time I know. It goes really fast. But I, are we done? Actually, I do have one more question for you. What would advice be for somebody who, let's say, is married and is in the closet and they're thinking about wanting to tell their wife? Or like, what would you say to somebody who's trying to understand their sexuality and wants to come out but feels forced that they can't? They have to do it. It's only it's the it's only fair for his family and his wife and for himself especially and everybody. There were so many people that I went through the process of getting married and so I lost so many friends because they felt betrayed that I had lied to them for so long and then they hear about it about the what happened and that I was gay all the time and. They, yeah, it's, it's painful at first, but I can't think of any bad, the good is going to outweigh the, the pain. It's going to yeah. be, I had a horrific first year, but then it's, it's worth it. You've got to be true to yourself and that, and if you really love your wife or whoever, yeah, you give her a chance to meet somebody else for God's sake. Like my wife did. And we're all happy at the end. And it's a very happy ending. Yeah. I will literally, I won't talk to you guys on any, so anywhere or flirt or anything with anybody who's married because I know how hurtful that was to my wife when I told her that I was gay. And I, I, I was like, don't bring me into your messed up world. You got to fix it yourself. And I, God. Uh, these guys who were like, oh yeah, my wife knows and they're all in their teens now and she doesn't want the kids to know. I'm like, God, you are, and you're living this secret life yeah. from family. And at that point, it's like, I'm just, if I was 15 and I was questioning my own parents or my father, I feel like you would know at that age. And then 
eventually they're probably going to end up resenting you for some, you know what I mean? Like whether you come out to your children at 13 or you come out to them at 21 when they're out of the house, I feel like they would have the same reaction. Well, my son was 12 when I told him and it was the scariest moment in my life because I to lose the risk of losing your son, your child's love and admiration just is terrifying, but he handled it great. And I, the timing of it was good. I don't know if he would have understood it as well if he was much younger. So. Yeah. yeah I feel like it's more in your face over the past three years where you actually can watch things on Netflix. That's about gay culture or about a gay family or things like that, where I feel like prior to three years ago, there really was no reference point to even want to teach your kids or anybody younger or, I feel like you always looked at the gay person on reality TV and it's like, Oh, here's the gay guy. Who's going to start all the drama this season. Who's wearing right. heels. And it's like, you don't want to be associated with that essentially. No. Right. Right. So well, I get it. Even though I'm not a dad, but like, I get it. Good question though. Okay. I'm sending you my virtual hug. Can't so wait you, to see you. Yeah, when we're this is over. Um, Yes, when this is over. All right, thanks for inviting me. I enjoyed it. See you soon, baby. Bye.